This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday, the 7th of June. In your sport today, the Socceroos World Cup life goes on the line. Minji Lee's a major win. The Blues look set to be without a bunny. And cricket wizardry stumps social media. This is your sport today. We are less than 24 hours away from the biggest football game of the year so far. I'm talking about the Socceroos World Cup qualifying match against the United Arab Emirates tomorrow, a game they simply have to win. Gabs, I can sense you're nervous, but take a deep (laughs) breath and tell us why this match is so important. Yes, that was a bit of a nervous laugh to start, (laughs) Fez. It is pretty simple. Win tomorrow and Australia is one game away from a spot in the World Cup. But if they lose, well, then we're out and the UAE, they'll get the chance to play Peru next week. Now, the Socceroos, they're in this position because they finished behind Saudi Arabia and Japan in qualifying. It means they have to play the UAE, but it does come a week after a pretty encouraging win over Jordan. Now, The good news here is the UAE have only ever scored one goal in their six games against Australia, but the bad news is that was when they last played at the 2019 Asian Cup when the UAE actually won 1-0. We've erased that from our memory, Gabs. Uh, it's going to be burning hot in Qatar, but thankfully it'll be nice and cold inside the air conditioned stadium. Uh, now, Gabs, the Socceroos are used to doing it the hard way, but this time qualifying is a little bit different. Yeah, so you might remember back in 2018, Australia beat Honduras to qualify for the World Cup. Now, that one was over two legs with games both here and in Honduras, but FIFA scrapped that this year, so all qualifiers are single elimination games played in a neutral country. Now, the Socceroos, they've qualified for every World Cup since 2006. You might remember when John Aloisi slotted that famous penalty against Uruguay in Sydney. So they have done well in these games, and if they do win tomorrow, they're going to play Peru at the same stadium in Doha next week. Yep, and the winner of that game joins France, Denmark and Tunisia in Group D at the World Cup. Tomorrow's game kicks off at 4am Australian Eastern Standard Time on Channel 10. So make sure you set your alarms before you go to bed tonight. If the Socceroos weren't about to play for their World Cup life, we would have started with Australia's newest major golf champion, Minji Lee. Gabs, we mentioned yesterday how Lee had a three-shot lead heading into the final round, and fortunately... We didn't jinx her. <laughs> she played so well, Fez, that not even my mighty mocking abilities could <laughs> slow her down. This really was a historic day for the 26-year-old at the US Open in North Carolina. Nobody really got close to her at all during the final round, and not even a bogey on the last hole could stop her from winning her second major. She won by four shots after shooting even par in the final round to finish 13 under par overall and a total of two. 271 across the four rounds. That's actually the lowest 72-hole score in the tournament's history. Now, this was a huge win because not only does she move up to number two in the world rankings, she also collects $2.5 million, which is the largest payday ever in women's golf. 
Yeah, she said afterwards, and here's the quote, it's the one I've always wanted to win, and now I've done it. Uh, she's just the third Aussie to win the US Open after Jan Stevenson and Kari Webb. It's a big few weeks in the golf with the men's US Open starting next week. And news just in as we record this podcast, Phil Mickelson will play in the LIV Invitational in London. That's the first Rebel Tour event. That one starts on Thursday. To rugby league now, Rabideau Latrell Mitchell's hopes of returning for the New South Wales Blues have taken a bit of a hit. Gabs, he's not playing in tomorrow's series opener and it doesn't look like he'll be right for game two either. Yeah, and it's all because of COVID. So Latrell, he tested positive on Sunday after he returned from the States where he'd been doing plenty of rehab work on an injured hamstring. Now, Mitchell hasn't played since round five. That was way back in April when he got injured playing for South Sydney, which then led to the club paying for him to get some help overseas. That ruled him out of the Origin Open, but the plan was for him to come back and play for the Rabbitohs this weekend just so he could get some match fitness. But his club coach, Andrew Demetrio, says he's next to no chance of playing Origin 2, and he'll likely miss South Sydney's next two games as well before the Blues team is picked. It's a big blow because Mitchell scored four tries in last year's series and will be a huge inclusion because the Blues are already without their other star centre, Tom Travojevic. We'll preview State of Origin 1 in tomorrow's show and we've also got a special bonus episode of Don't Forget Your Tips, which looks at all things Origin. That one's out tomorrow morning as well. Let's go to AFL news now and the Western Bulldogs will be without gun midfielder Bailey Smith for their next two matches for headbutting. Gabs, he says he regrets it and has copped the band. Yeah, this happened right on the three-quarter time siren when Smith got in a bit of a tussle with Geelong's Zach Tui at Marvel Stadium and ended up headbutting him and drawing a little bit of blood. He said yesterday, and here's the quote, I understand what happened was outside of what's expected of AFL players. Unfortunately, I let my emotions get the better of me, which is out of character for me. Now, Fez, this is a really big blow for the Bulldogs because Smith, he is one of their best and the Bulldogs are in ninth spot, one win outside the top eight with six wins and six losses. Yep, he'll be back now in round 16. Uh, last night, the Gold Coast confirmed Lockie Weller will be out for the rest of the season. He tore his ACL in Saturday's win in Darwin. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Footy Live app. Download that for all your AFL news scores and stats. What number does Bailey Smith wear? Help us out here, Gabs. Yeah, well, plenty of room for this one because it's only a single digit. Thanks, Gabs. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. We don't usually get to talk much cricket when it's so cold outside, but the Aussies are on tour and the men's T20 series against Sri Lanka starts tonight. Gabs, what do we need to know? Well, I'm wearing a beanie, but it is a lot hotter (laughs) over there. Uh, As you said, the tour starts with back-to-back T20 matches. That's going to be tonight and also tomorrow. There's going to be one more T20 after that, followed by five one-dayers and then two test matches. Now, the big news in Sri Lanka is that the team has been named for tonight's game. There has been a fair bit of rain over there, so the pitch in Colombo is going to suit the quicks. The Aussies, they have named stars like Mitchell Stark and David Warner, but Pat Cummins, he's been given a bit of a rest after a fairly hectic schedule. New coach Andrew McDonald, he's also going to miss the game because of COVID. 
Yeah, it could be a very late night slash early morning with the cricket and the Socceroos on. Uh, tonight's game starts at 11.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Watch it on KO and Foxtel. We're going to stick with cricket for this one. Former England captain Joe Root guided his team to a five-wicket win over New Zealand at Lords on Sunday night with a brilliant century. But it's something else he did with a bat that had plenty of people talking and pretty confused. Gabs, I know you took a while to get your head around this one. Yeah, I'm a little bit embarrassed it took so long, <laughs> but thanks, Fez, for helping me out and finally seeing it. So TV cameras, they picked up Root waiting at the non-striker's end with his bat, standing all by itself. I'm talking no assistance of any kind. Now, as the bowler runs in, Root then just casually picks up his bat like it was nothing. This was noticed by fans on social media who naturally thought it was some kind of dark sorcery, but <laughs> as it turns out, the bowler bottom of the bat, known as the toe, it's got a flat edge and it's not rounded like most bats. So that's how it could stand up by itself. He was not defying the laws of <laughs> physics. But Root, he did become the equal youngest batter to score 10,000 test runs in the match. So there is a chance he does have some magical abilities. Well, it does look a little bit like Draco Malfoy <laughs> from Harry Potter. I've put a link to the video in the episode notes so you can check it out. Time for catch this, the stuff that's coming up or caught our eye. And Gabs, you ain't sleeping, are you? Uh, no, and I don't drink coffee either, so there's going to be a lot of chocolate milkshakes consumed today. Oh, no. I'll be watching the cricket tonight straight into the Socceroos, and then we'll be recording right after that. Yeah, we'll bring you all the news and results. Hopefully the Socceroos game doesn't go into extra time. Uh, as for today's trivia question, brought to you by the Footy Live app, uh, what number does Bailey Smith wear? Gabs, you said it was single digits. What is it? Uh, just like a goal in AFL, it is six. Six for Bailey Smith. Uh, all right, that is us done on today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what we do, give us a review or tell a mate. It's the best way for us to grow. Martin and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then. <laughs> <laughs>